Welcome to another episode of Junior Achievement of South Florida's Recipe for Success. Just as there are no two recipes that contain the exact same ingredients or measurements, there are no two success stories exactly the same. Recipe for Success features entrepreneurs, visionary leaders, and innovators of all ages who will share the ingredients that make them successful. Here's your host, Lori Salarulo, President and CEO of Junior Achievement of South Florida. Hey, everyone, and happy Friday. You know, during this coronavirus, I, I've really uh, come to love Fridays. I never really, never really mattered to me before. Um, but now it's, you know, we go into the weekend. I still work, but I work at my own leisure. And I think I look forward to Fridays because at the end of the day, I don't have to do another Zoom call for two more days. So um, even though I might still work. Anyway, today uh, is someone that I uh, wanted to meet really because we have to share the same last name. Uh, my maiden name is Russo and our guest's last name is Russo. And so I reached out just because of that and thought, oh, maybe we're related somewhere back there. Um, but really, I also wanted to hear about what he was doing in the tech world and how he was bringing it to the forefront here in South Florida. And so today my guest is the founding executive director and current CEO of the Palm Beach Tech Association, which is a nonprofit committed to building South Florida into a tech hub. And that was started in 2015. And Joe Russo, welcome to Recipe for Success. Hey, Lori, thank you so much for having me. And uh, I would love to talk a little bit about uh, our Italian heritage as well, if we can fit that in. But um, my, my father's family is also from uh, the greater Naples area in Italy, ironically enough. And, um, you know, sadly, 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 they were supposed to, my parents were supposed to go to Italy this summer uh, on a trip that, of course, got canceled with everything. Um, but, you know, it, it's always funny when I see a, another um, another Russo around every now and again, you know, you kind of like do that. Like you see it, like, uh, like the sign on the street of your favorite restaurant. You're like, ah, there it is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of Russos floating around in the world. I know. Um, and it's interesting this month is, 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 um, Hispanic heritage month. And I just posted this morning about how our culture, the culture, right. That we grew up in, in our heritage, plays an important role in shaping us, right? And who we are. Um, and so I love that. And so today I wrote a little bit about my uh, family, my mom's family, which is from Spain. And we were actually supposed to go to Spain this summer um, to Barcelona. And so bummer, but we're going to Marco Island instead. I'm not sure that's- There you go. <laughs> anyway, um, I think for our audience and for me too, I would really love to understand the the goal and the mission of the Palm Beach Tech Association. You know, there's there's other organizations, I'm sure, and I can think of a couple across South Florida, right, the Tri-County region, um, that are focused on technology and helping to bring tech companies here and create yeah. a stronger hub. Tell me what what's the difference, right? What is Palm Beach um, Tech Association's focus and how are you different? So uh, surprisingly enough, um, up until a couple months ago, there was no organization operating at a regional level uh, to build South Florida into a tech hub. We have done things regionally before, but our board of directors made a conscious decision to move to a regional organization from just a county perspective. And it, it, if you think about it, we were Palm Beach County just alone for five years. 
right? Palm Beach County is a large county. It has 1.5 million people, but it's still just a county, which made us one of the smallest tech organizations of the of the 60 in North America uh, that uh, you you can look at by geographic scope. Um, and at the time, there you know there is no regional tech effort um, with what we do. Um, I'll mention Tech Gateway in a second, but you know there, there there wasn't anything there, so we made the decision. Okay, let's try and support the region, which it it, it takes some time to build up to, uh, because you know we we need to bring in the right companies and the right leaders and the right um, folks to collaborate to talk about this at a regional level. Uh, and you think about the tri counties, you know, usually in South Florida, everything is kind of county based, right? You got Palm Beach, you got Broward, you got Miami Dade, and everybody can kind of operate and be on their own in their own counties because there's enough capacity built up in each. You know, you go from the top and the county commissions and the economic development stuff and this and that and the other thing, and everybody can be very self-sustained. But the tech industry isn't like that. We aren't siloed. We're how can we work together? How can we collaborate? Does it matter if I hire somebody in Deerfield Beach or Boca Raton? No. So why are we you know, thinking about arbitrary boundaries, right? So uh, that, that's how we were starting to think about it. And Palm Beach Tech was started uh, on a whole different scale than we are today. Um, our board of directors has Fortune 500 executives and vice presidents on it. You know, We have some really great companies that are members that range from uh, startups to the Fortune 500. And we're really, really, really lucky to have uh, that support and of course work um, throughout our region to help out with that. One of the other groups um, to mention is uh, Tech Gateway. That's an initiative of, uh, uh, really an initiative of David Coddington at the Greater Fort Lauderdale Alliance, who's been, uh, I, I mean, you know, this type of stuff is passion, right? Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I'm gonna go make a ton of money leading the tech industry today. It's all about mission or very mission driven people. Um, and, you know, he's been looking at it more from an economic development perspective. How do, can we bring companies and how can we bring conferences into South Florida? And that's something that we, we want as an organization we support, but what we are is an industry association. So think of it kind of like a chamber of commerce in a model where our members are tech companies, our board members are tech executives, and we're making decisions and having programs that specifically affect and impact the tech industry in our community. So, um, you know, once you get down to uh, the monotony of who's doing what, who's on first and who's on second, you know, there are a lot of people that, a lot of organizations, especially in the Miami area, that uh, do this and that. Uh, we're the only group regionally right now. Um, and if you can go back 20 years and find uh, other efforts and other initiatives from uh, Internet Coast to the South Florida Technology Alliance to all these things that, uh, you know, had happened. But, you know, today in this age and I'll end rant here, you know, we're, we're, we're lucky that we have some good people in this region that are doing good things. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. So you're a young guy and, and we, of course, are working with high school students when we do mm -hmm. K through eight, but but really focus uh, a lot over the last four years with the high school population around career exploration, making sure that they are aware of the jobs and the different industries and all that. And technology, I mean, is just so big. Um, and so many of our young people want to go, you know, build apps and, and do all of that. Is there any sort of a focus on on workforce on you know who is the pipeline coming into technology how do we get kids interested in technology is there any of that for your organization yeah so uh, talent is uh, when you think about any uh, 
any tech industry, any uh, tech organization, the, the number one thing you got to think about and talk about is talent. Right. Um, everyone's got the same problems. <laughs> I need to hire people. Uh, you, you know, and we've made that the priority of our organization. And we have a talent committee that's led by two wonderful folks, Mihai Fanon, who's the vice president of engineering at Modernizing Medicine, which is a health tech company in Boca Raton. And then Mike Conway, who's uh, the CTO at a ad tech company um, in uh, Delray uh, called Mike Conway. And both of those guys are also uh, involved in different colleges. We have a committee that we're trying to engage and get a lot more engaged with the support of those gentlemen uh, that links in the local colleges and brings in the local higher ed education and K-12 education groups. But, um, you know, something more specifically to JA, I mean, uh, I, we were very lucky as an organization to be Junior Achievement at Palm Beach and Treasure Coast's uh, corporate partner of the year last year, in part because of a uh, program that we set up uh, called a Speakers Bureau. We would, um, you know, work with the school district and work with other partners to say, hey, uh, if you need speakers for technology, reach out to us as an organization. We will help place those people with you. And we were able to do some really neat things by putting uh, technology leaders into classrooms. Um, obviously, now we're just doing that on Zoom. So if you know anybody, you can still go to our website and you can see that. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're all doing that speaker series. And, you know, for us, we also have JA World. So in eighth grade, our kids get to actually physically come, not this year, but under normal circumstances. And each storefront in Finance Park represents the different industries, you know, marine industry, automotive, construction, and tech industry is certainly one of those that we want to make sure we, we are working on trying to engage with partners to make sure that we have that represented as well. Um, and you talk about talent, but I'm curious. I always love to hear the story behind somebody else. How did you get into tech? Right. Was it, did you always know you wanted to have a career in technology? How did you get here? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I wound up. Um, I've always been a technology nerd. Um, I was in fourth grade and I got in trouble for, uh, you know, crashing computers and, you know, putting them, uh, pulling them apart, putting them back together, stuff like that. Um, and when I was doing all this, I was just always, you know, the, the guy who could fix a computer. But um, in my career, uh, I was doing some things in politics and doing some things in public affairs, but I was always just a tech guy naturally. I didn't go to school for computer science, didn't go to a coding school or anything like that, but I was always passionate about the tech uh, community and the tech industry. So, uh, you know, in 2014, I was looking at, you know, what was our tech community doing here in South Florida and in Palm Beach, realizing there wasn't a lot of cohesion and there wasn't a lot of consistency. And uh, this is in 2014 now, so this is six years ago. So that's when uh, the concept of doing a tech organization came uh, prevalent to me. And I, I simply started the conversation and started research. And there were some people uh, in Palm Beach at the time, um, you know, Nick Manaki being one of them, um, who were doing some things in the startup realm uh, and help hosted a couple startup weekends that were awesome and amazing. Uh, and that's kind of also what got me really engaged and involved there. But, you know, once that research um, culminated into some paper and when the that paper 
culminated into conversations and those conversations culminated into action. That action was building the Palm Beach Tech Association uh, and you know, built an organization with some great people and some amazing board members uh, that also gave me an opportunity to lead our tech industry and tech community. And let me tell you, there is no playbook for this type of job. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, you, you can say, hey, I lead a nonprofit or hey, I did it. There are so many unique factors into this role. Um, the thing I would say that is most important is just being mission oriented. Know, know your mission and follow through as best as you can. And that's what guides me on a daily basis. And that's kind of how I got into this role. You know, it's so funny. Um, you know, even when there's a playbook, sometimes some of us aren't really interested in always going by the playbook, right? We want to create outside of that. We want to create new innovation, not stay status quo. So I love uh, when you said that because it, to me, that is that is a freedom to innovate, right? When there's no playbook and you have to create it, you know, the sky is the limit. Right. And you can really, um, you know, decide what that vision is and what that mission is and then create it as you go. And so I think that's for me, I know that's something that I love and, and you look like you're enjoying it, too. Yeah, I do my best. Yeah. And but you mentioned also um, getting this started. Right. You had to go have a lot of conversations. Right. With some mm -hmm. leaders in the community to get this going. Yeah. You know, what, what was their reaction? Were there times where they were just like, you know, I don't have time or I'm not interested or, you know, and, and because I think our young people sometimes don't always realize they see us where we are today and they don't realize that sometimes we get knocked down or people don't open the door or they say no. And what is it? You know, how did you get through those times? Because I'm sure there must have been some of those. Oh, yeah. And they, they, they still happen today. <laughs> um, you, you know, and, and that's that's the oddity. But, you know, I, I think today is different because I think there's some confusion in what our organization can do to really help them and who can, you know, help them in, uh, in, in a unique way. And, and this is what happens, I think, when you have a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of conversation and there's a lot of white noise in South Florida and a lot of white noise in the tech industry, um, you know, and I, I even for startups, you know, if you go out to Silicon Valley or, you know, I was just out in Boulder, Colorado last week, um, there, there's a million and two things and million and two people yelling about, hey, this is what we can do. Going back like five or six years ago, those conversations were very, uh, you know, idealistic. Hey, we want to build this thing. Here's this idea. And it was very much, hey, I want to get your opinion. That, that was the, the start of the conversation. And basically, I say a lot of smart people made a lot of dumb decisions to talk with me about something that was so just off the wall at the time. But those half hour conversations turned into our conversations, our conversations turned into two hour conversations and people showed up and people keep showing up because they believe in the mission. And that's all that I was talking about for the most part. Everything stemmed from that is let's build South Florida into a tech up. So if there's one thing I can share, that's just stick to your mission statement, stick to your ideology, stick to what you believe in. And if you do that, other people will follow. Other people will buy into that, especially if it's something they can buy into and be supportive of. And, you know, even today, you know, as we try and build our membership and build our uh, organization and build our capacity to really help people and help these companies and help uh, build a talent pipeline, help build a tech community that's vibrant, you know, help all of these different areas. 
and I can rant on for an hour about this for sure. Uh, you know, we, we, we can look at all these things and say, hey, you know, we're, we're not going to win every time. We're not going to win in, 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 in every case. But, you know, the key is we're helping. And at the very core of it, it doesn't matter if we uh, get, gain every single member working on board or if we complete every program or objective that we hope to gain, as long as we're doing our job and impacting the tech industry in a positive way every single day. Yeah, moving it forward. Um, yeah. You know, you talked about uh, the members of the organization, and I know we just recently had the chance to be involved with you on your event as well, so thank you. Um, but, you know, you talk about your members going out and doing the speaker series and all of that, which to me is, is a form of, you know, our, today's form of mentoring, right? Um, it, and that's obviously important to you. I could hear that when you spoke about it. Who were the mentors in your life? Um, because I think you understand the importance of, of you and your members going out and doing it. Who was what? Who were those people for you that helped to shape you? Hmm. So I mean, the, the, there's always uh, there there are always people. Uh, you, you know that, that that help you out. I mean, I, I would think you know today my board chair Michael Fowler is uh, is a great guy. He runs technology over at FPL as their VP of IT. Uh, you know, and I, I'm really lucky because you know I'm 30 years old and I started this job when I was 25, uh, and I've had a number of people on my board over the last few years that are very cognizant of my position as am I. Uh, I am not a genius. I am not a perfect human being. I make mistakes. Uh, I am not, the, and I, I like to follow this a simple rule in life. Don't be the smartest person in the room because you're probably not learning anything, but two, you're probably thinking really backwards if you think you're the, ever the smartest person in the room. So I always try and fill the room with people smarter than myself and fill my board with people smarter than myself. And I've leaned on many of those folks as mentors over the last few years to help build uh, the organization. Yeah. Uh, and, and when we, th we think about um, some of the people that we have in our board, and of course you have a board too, I look at it like, how am I going to build myself from, from these folks, you know, working with them, how am I going to learn? And that's, um, you know, been very special to me. Another gentleman, David Bates, who's a co-chair of uh, our board of directors, uh, you know, he's, he was one of the first people to agree to being on our board. And, you know, when I left his office, I was like, really <laughs> he said yes okay this is this, this is really fun um but you know he's been one of those guys to you know pick up the phone and say joe you got to think of it like this or joe you got to look at it in this way and you know sometimes when you're let's say 26 and you haven't done a job like this before and you're learning along the way you, you gotta lean on on people like that that are willing to pick up the phone and willing to to, okay. to tell you the blunt truth. And those are the type of people that have really helped me along the way. Yeah, and you know, it's so interesting because sometimes people are so not willing to ask for help. And you sound like you're very open and you want that help and you want that advice. And I think that is so important, especially for our young people. Joe, if you could define, you know, what does success look like for the organization, you know, in five years from now, what, what would that look like to you? Do you know yet? I I know. 
I do. Um, here, here's the symbol. I wrote an op-ed last year for the Sun Sentinel, and that said, you know, the South Florida tech industry really needs to come together. It, it needs to come together under, you know, one organization and one hat that is supported by the economic development offices, supported by the economic um, and business organizations and supported by the tech industry and tech community as a whole. Why? Because you need to build critical mass in your capacities to be able to build the tech industry. It doesn't matter how many programs there are out there. It doesn't matter how many Zoom calls. It doesn't matter how many events. It does not matter. What matters are how are you building your workforce development strategy? How are you building your mentorship programs? How are you building things that are really going to have a tangible long-term impact on your tech industry? We talk a lot about venture capital too around this whole startup sphere. How many different venture capitalists are there in South Florida? How do you, if you're a startup, where do you go to meet them? Right. What are the pitch competitions you go to? You know, think about all of the stagnation and all of the silos that are really out there. And there's a lot. And let me tell you, it, it, it's going to keep happening in, in, in that way when we think about how can I do this organization for me? How can I do this organization for us? It's got to be, how can we build everything together? And I've even told you know my board of directors before, at the end of the day, this organization is not successful because I am the CEO. It's successful after I leave. Because if it's sustainable, then we I've done something good. But at the same time, in the long run, I'm I know that I'm not going to be here forever. I mean that's right. Based on the statistics, actually, you're there longer than most young people. So yeah, but you know, but when we were thinking about it, I know that there's something we need to do, and my mission and my goal is to get us to that point, regardless if I'm in my chair or not. And that's uh, that's a big thing I think that a lot of people need to think about and look at is how do we as leaders achieve our goals aside from ourselves. Right. And uh, that that's that that's a tough thing to uh, to think about. I I have a producer. Uh, this is my son Patrick. He makes an appearance on every show. <laughs> All right, go do your exercise. Hi, All right. Hi there. Go do your exercise. <laughs> he's uh he's about to get on the treadmill, but love you. I love you too, buddy. Mm, thank yeah. you. I, you know, I, I, I should just put him on as a co-host, I think, probably, because it's inevitable he's going to make that um, so, in 20 minutes. So, um, But anyway, I I think that you're so right. I, I think about that, and I've been with organizations where when I left, right, you, you see things kind of fall backwards because either, you, you know, and, and and I take that as my responsibility, right? Because I didn't build the team and the foundation to keep that going. So all that hard work sometimes falls backwards before it, it continues to go forward. And with JA, it's actually been one of the things that I've really been focused on for the last five years is how do I make sure that I build a team and an organization that when I leave, they continue to thrive? Yeah. And, and I think that's our legacy, right? Is to make sure that we do that. Um, that's our legacy with organization. Yeah, and you know, it's, it, it's odd because I, I, I see it the other way and I see some nonprofit leaders that aim to make themselves indispensable in organizations. And that's backwards. Wow. You, you, you need to make yourself 
yeah. it, you need to make yourself uh, somebody that can lead an organization to a point of stability. So after you leave, there is somebody great to take your place and then take it to the next level. We, exactly. we, we can't think that we ourselves achieve everything in the world. We are, uh, we, we have to humble ourselves and we have to realize that we, we, we are all imperfect and we all have our, our, our abilities to learn and to, to, to lead. And, you know, the next step is going to be better than the last in every occasion. Yeah. You know, you mentioned on one thing that I don't want to let go by, and that was you, know, you talked about the collaboration. We truly need to work together. And I, I often say, and I'm not sure that it's a popular um, thing that I that I say, but and I know sometimes people take offense to it, maybe, but I don't mean it that way. Sometimes I feel that we are competing, not collaborating, at least in the oh, yeah. nonprofit world. Right. Yeah. We at JA are I, as far as I know, the only organization that is focused on the three core pillars of entrepreneurship, workforce readiness and financial literacy. The organizations that do pieces of it in their other programs, there are organizations that, that focus on one. But what we are an amazingly good at is building the curriculum and the interactive programs uh, around workforce development. I'll get it for you in a minute, honey, as soon as I'm done. And then, so... So use our expertise, right, and put that into, you know, what you do best, and let's bring all of that together versus trying to compete and be things, right, that may not be our core focus. And so I am so with you on that one, um, and I truly hope um, that you, you guys do get it uh, to a point where you bring it all together because I, I agree with you. We're just, sometimes we're so fragmented and it's to our own detriment. Um, but, you know, so many ingredients um, make up who we are and what, what makes us successful for me, you know, so much a part of, I think my success, or at least however you define that is passion, right? I'm so passionate about what we do as a parent, as a business person, as an yeah. employer. Um, and so my question to you, I always, you know, you talked about some of your ingredients and I love the one that I often love the most is surround yourself with smart people. I always, I always kid around and I'm, I belong to Vistage and I say, I am the stupidest one in this group. And they laugh and they go, no, you're not. And I'm like, yeah, I am. But I love that I'm the stupidest one in this group. Like I've learned something at every meeting from all of you, you know, mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's a great place and having, being humble enough and being um, wise enough sometimes to admit that is, is a good thing. So I love that about you. What is, I always ask everybody before we close, all of those ingredients you talked about, you know, mentoring, uh, building sustainable companies, that passion, staying focused on your mission, right? All of that starting conversations, not being afraid to have them. All of that, what is your, Joe Russo's main ingredient to success? Ooh, uh I would say passion, um, you know, and, and passion, I mentioned mission a second ago, so maybe passion for your mission. Um, it, you're not gonna be able to do good at anything in life without a little bit of fire in your belly, you know? And having a passion for something is so, so, so important because you're gonna be dedicated and you're gonna be uh, pushed yourself every single day. You don't wanna have somebody else push you into something. You know, you don't want to have somebody, you know, wake up in the morning 
and 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 say you got to go do this you want to do that for yourself and you want to wake up and do a job because it's what you like to do so you know i'm passionate about the tech industry i'm passionate about south florida i'm passionate about our our state i want to see tech thrive in florida and you know so many people are heads down in their companies doing what they do best i'm trying to work with these guys and work with these girls and these women and these these amazing people on a daily basis to try and do something that a lot of other people don't see i'm looking at it from a different perspective right i'm very macro about it but i'm passionate about it and that's what i've been doing over the past five and a half years and it's done very well for our organization and our members and you know me personally have grown so much from it uh and just by following that and if i, I would just give anybody a, a a lesson learned here find what you're passionate about because i didn't know until i kind of started stumbling into this idea in this role that here's an option that that i had in front of me and you know we've had a lot of great success from it yeah i couldn't agree with you more i i there's never a day that I wake up that I'm not, you know, just like so excited about what we're going to do today and how we're going to get there and, and all of that. And so I agree with you. It is at our very core. Um, and maybe that's our Italian blood. I don't know, because we've got a lot of passion, right, um, in the Italian heritage. But um, I want to thank you for sharing that. I think, you know, I love our young people. I am going to be calling on you for our young people because I think that's the one area that we need to make sure, right? No matter what industry they go into, tech is going to be important uh, for them. And so I think we need to make sure that we're exposing them to the careers, to the jobs, um, and to the work that you're doing. So I want to say thank you so much for being here. Uh, next time we get together, hopefully, it you know maybe this will some of this will pass, and we'll have uh, an Italian lunch or something. So uh, that would be great. And totally. We continuing to work with you and and i want to i want to hear in five years right what you've done actually we won't wait that long I, i'm hopefully maybe i'll be retired in five years or something i don't know but that's a good dream but uh, yeah. i don't but no i want to continue i know we're going to stay in touch and we're going to work together and so i'm i'm really excited for what you're going to accomplish uh, together in in our south florida region so i'm rooting for that yeah, same here. And we'll, we'll get raviolis next time as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love raviolis. Well, thank you, Joe, for being with us today. Thanks for everyone uh, for watching this morning. And we hope that you enjoyed hearing about Joe's ingredients to success. And, and of course, his main ingredient, a passion for your mission, no matter what that is. And so have an amazing day and let's get cooking. All right. Talk to you later, Thanks, Lori. Joe. Thank you very much. Bye.